Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All of you good-looking citizens, man and woman, even Arshia over there with a mask on is killing it. I'm saying. That's it. That's it. She's securing the people. Of course we know. False memes. Yes, ma'am. Can you, can you check your phone real quick? before? Okay. I thought you just said, well, you know, God is good. You understand. All right. Now, let's see. Of course... The woman enjoys using my card as much as possible. Is looking stunning. Yes, yes. Good to see you. Want to say something so they can see you upon dying camera? I would just like to tell each and every person 
good morning. Have a prosperous day today. And every time you get up in the morning, just like you feel. Law said something to me the other night. He was like, you know, if people should dress how how what people should dress in a way that makes them happy. I'm paraphrasing Law. People should dress in a way that makes them happy, not other people happy. It makes them happy. So when you get up before you get up and go out, dress to make yourself happy. Enjoy your day. Don't worry about what other people say. That's how you have a prosperous day. Jerome, you sound like you agree with that, sir. You, you, oh, girl. Yeah, I mean, she sounded as, as good as she looked. The voice was all soft and, you know, melodic. Antonio? Yes, sir. I feel that, I feel that in my shaman now. Yes. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Good stuff. Well, you know, in 2012, I truly start coming into my own. Here's, actually, let's start back a little bit. In 2001, I was crazy as hell. And I was ready to kill stuff. I really was. I was ready to kill stuff, and the Army t took total advantage of that. And by the time 2001 hit, I was pretty ruthless. As a matter of fact, September 2011, two, I mean, yeah, September 11, 2001, I was on my way somewhere. It was relentless. I knew how to drink beer and kill people and play spades. I was in the United States Army and I was in the field when that infamous day happened. And I wouldn't see regular life again until 2002 and a half, okay? <laughs> Without a doubt. And I remember thinking in uniform, holding my weapon, Huh. I don't like working with people. You ever had one of those moments? Now, come on, don't fool me now. I wish I had some, some black sheep of the families here talking to me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. It's hot as hell. Uh, I got spiders this big. And, I, and I'm not exaggerating. Just, you know, can, no, I'm, can you do me a favor, Deanna? If you would just Google camo spiders, that would be perfect for me. And then, no, 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 go, go on, Google it. Go I don't on. want to see that this no, morning. No, 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 Nobody no. wants to see a camel spider, Man, for I'm God's sake. It is like this big. Well, take my word for it then, all right? It's this big. You understand? Uh, go on, do your thing, go on. <laughs> And I'm sitting there looking at those, and I don't like spiders this big. You know what I'm saying? I don't like them that big. So I know I don't want them that big. It's hot outside. And it's crazy because it's 145 degrees and I'm hot. And then it drops down, and, and this is going to sound very confusing, to 100 degrees at night and I'm freezing. And I'm trying to figure out why is this happening. And I just realized, well, it's a 45 degree temperature drop, period. And I go, like this here. I don't feel like working for nobody no more. Literally. And in 2001, a year and a half, or 2002, two years into my military career, contract still got two years left, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to do this business thing full-time. Okay. And the truth, I had already been doing it full-time. I just went up to the Army because 
that's just what young black men did that came from the hood. I mean, I, I, there's no other model. I mean, we, didn't, we didn't go to college. We went to the army. I don't, I don't know about y'all and where y'all come from. This is how it works here. And I started coming to my own about 2005. Deanna was actually working for me in, was it 2005? 2006? I think. Think so? Is that when I was at the travel management firm? I don't. I think so. I think how many how many people was working with me at that time from your experience? Okay, so there was the poet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta name them, name them individually. It take too long. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. Maybe a couple, uh, a few handfuls. So I went out the army. 2004, by 2005, I had about 50 people working for me. Just think of this, just think of this for a second. Grace, where's Grace at? I'm born in 1981. How old is? 1981. How old is was I in 2005? You got that math pretty good. 24. That sounds good to me. I'm 24 years old. Got about 50 people working. And I realized, holy crap. They don't know why they're here. Keep walking with them going somewhere. So I keep on going, Steve. I figure out we do a lot of stuff, no problem. And then I realize, and I sure hope this helps somebody out there. You can't help people by helping people. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. You help people by guiding mm-hmm. people. You can't help them by helping people. That ain't the way it works. That's not the way it works. If you help them, then you're going to continuously be their source of prosperity. If you guide them, then they will learn how to be their source of prosperity. So I had 50 people that I realized I was their source of prosperity. So slowly I had to let it go. And I started learning. I started learning. I started learning. I just fast forward a few years. I go get another job about 2009 because Hurricane Ike comes through Galveston, Texas. At the time, it was the second most expensive storm on planet Earth. 25-foot storm surge comes through, wipes out Galveston. Just no levees. It's just a wave, a wall of water just wipes out. So the next year, I have to go get a, a job. I go to Little Caesars. I become the manager, work my way up to the store manager, and I end up retiring November 27, 2011. It took me two years to get back on my feet, work everything out, and get to the point where I had $3,000 coming in monthly, and my expenses was just $1,200 a month. I'm trying to teach you something. My expenses were just $1,200 a month. That means I was living very minimally because I'm no dummy. Okay. Ain't no sense in for healing yourself, Vanessa, if you're going to kill yourself. That don't make no sense. You know, you might as well just go ahead and kill yourself. Don't, don't, don't heal and then go back to self-sabotaging. Don't do that. Just keep self-sabotaging. So I'm making 1200 I mean, I'm spending $1,200 a month. I'm making $3,000 a month. I realized, man, at that pay all my bills, I got still more than double left. I should just leave jobs altogether. November 27, 2011, I did. 
And I then I actually meet meet Tempest that year in June, 2011. And I said to myself, I'm gonna try this full-time speaking thing. Keep walking, I'm getting closer. I'm gonna try this full-time speaking thing because I'm really good and people keep asking me to come. Now at the time, this was, now, now my, the church folk understand this here. You know, I'm doing a lot of speaking for youth and, and all sorts of poetry, all sorts of stuff for the church. And they're not paying me, but they're giving me love offerings. Who, who, who know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's pay down. I don't get it twisted. It's donation. You know, sometimes I leave with $2, pay on the size of the church. Sometimes I leave with 2000 It just depends on the size of the church, right? <laughs> Come on, food basket ministry. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> and then I realized something. I need to start building employees again. If I really want to take this further, I need to start doing it. In 2012, I signed up for an internship. 25,000 people applied. 22 people got it. Lakewood Church. And the first day in Lakewood Church, I'm amazed. You get in there, it's like walking into a coliseum or something. And it's the second day there. It's July 2012. I say, I figured it out. I figured out what my problem has been in business. Now we talking to y'all. Lakewood and every organization from Islam to what you would call secular to Exxon to anybody prosperous, the people around them know why they are there. Help me somebody. And what the most successful companies have done is they have shortened or made their mission statements so memorable that people naturally live out the mission statement even if they don't recognize they do it or not. The mission statement becomes the culture. It is at this point, I want all of you to pay attention. There is a culture of ATS, period, point blank, it's thick. It took me 18 years of failing, help me somebody. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, baby boomers, help me out real quick. These young folk, they think they're supposed to get it as soon as they try. Y'all, y'all help me out real quick. Okay. Let me tell y'all something. You got to fail a whole lot to learn just a little. Okay. Just, just receive that. The faster you do it, the better you'll be. Okay. Maybe that. That's it. Come on, Susan. Yeah, it, it didn't happen. We weren't an overnight success or people didn't know us in, in Ohio or, you know, no fill right away. It was a little mm -hmm. bit, a little bit. We messed up a lot. Still mess up sometimes. Yeah. You know? But if you don't try, you don't have the opportunity to fail and try again. Yeah, hear that? 
Now, I ain't never seen them mess up. They perfect around here. You understand what I'm saying? They, you know, Phil, Phil and Susan, they messed up one time, like January 2008. It was like, nah, that's it, Susan. We're not going to do that no more. You know, something like that, you know. <laughs> but seriously, I realized something. Instead, it was, that's it, Phil. We're not going to do that anymore. Ah, that's it. There you go. <laughs> remember what I said? Yeah, remember what I said? You know, women should run the world. Susan said, how you know we don't? There it is. Okay. Let's, let's just remember who actually runs this world. Okay. It dawned on me. If y'all don't know the culture, then I'm never going to be able to have people around me doing something amazing. Does that make sense? Now, there's a culture here. All of you, whether you know it or not, know the number one rule in this organization, whether you can explain it or not, doesn't matter. Law, the number one rule we got. No one suffers alone. Look at that. I could have picked out anybody been here longer than two weeks. They'd have caught it. You understand? You're looking handsome as usual, by the way. I mean, I'm just saying. That's our number one rule. Number two rule, Deanna? Of course, she got to know. Stay in the plane. Stay in the plane. That means it's a bumpy ride, Abby. And I'm, and I'm, 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 me and you. It's a bumpy ride. You understand? And if you want to survive turbulence, don't jump out the plane. I'm trying to talk to somebody. You understand? That's our two rules. We ain't got no other rules because the leader don't like rules at all. <laughs> so I don't like rules. So we ain't got no other rules. That's it. <laughs> Any other thing we make up as we go. You understand? What you need to get is the four visions for this company. Because the more you get it, is the more we would be prosperous. I'm going to repeat them. It's not to insult your intelligence. It is to make sure that you on autopilot know we coming to create 100,000 millionaires. You might want to look like that, smell like that, talk like that. And the next time you try to explain what we do around here and somebody doubting you, you just need to consider that ain't one of them millionaires. Help me, somebody. Okay, everybody ain't on our path. And it's perfectly fine for them to choose another path and perfectly fine for you to release them so you can go find the one who is. I'm trying to help somebody out here. And some of these folk that you love so much they're not on this journey with you and never will be. You literally gonna have to make this money, stay away from them for a limited time, and then come back and save them when you can do so. But you cannot take them on this journey with you. Karen just put in the chat, I noticed. 
You mind if I repeat that again, sugar? Because somebody really, really, really need to hear that. Listen, y'all. Say it again, sir. You understand. Most of you are in a place in your life in which you love yourself, but looked around and realized, I don't necessarily like what I got going on. I'm grateful, but I want more. Is that, am I in the right place? Okay. Yeah. In the right place. Okay. Now, now that you know, you right, you right there, Justin. Now that you know that you want more, let me break it down to you. Simple. The people are shit in your life that you have included upon your path help you accumulate what you got. And they're not going to help you accumulate nothing else. I done put my feet in the air now. Who is in your life help you accumulate what you have? Oh, but they're good people. Yes. They just want you to stay right where you at in prosperity. Speak. Mm -hmm. Just because the people around you got a lot don't mean they want you to have a lot. Oh Lord, have mercy, Justin. I'm trying to help. I'm bro. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I need y'all to get that some people in your life enjoy where they are in respect of where you are, and they keep you around to remind themselves that they're doing better than you. And a lot of these people, they got the same blood. Same God you serve. Some of them you married. Go ahead. Is that Justin? Yeah. Well, okay, I was, come on, man. You got two, man. I was, Go ahead. I, I was in the chat trying to put something in there, but it, it didn't come out <laughs> right. I don't know why. <laughs> but what I was saying with your first comment, there's usually four, four stages. And the first one is the peasant worker phase where you're just working. Like you say, you're working at Little Caesars. You're just working, 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 stacking X amount percent of, your, of your, your income and learning for at least one to two years. Just stacking and learning, stacking and learning, stacking and learning. You're a worker bee. The next is you've been found what it is that you're good at and you're a warrior at it. You're, you're beasting on it. You're killing everything. And then the next is you're using... Good, good debt and you're networking. So now you're a master because now your money is starting to work for you. So now you, you're, you're, you're the master now. You're working, your money's working for you. You're not working for the money anymore. And then next you can start networking or anything else. But in that phase, everybody's not willing to take that leap of faith. People ain't going to climb the pole. They definitely, and they, and they might get there and not jump. So therefore, they're they not going to, be in your circle and there's a lot of people that like to keep people in their circle because number one is lonely when you when you're taking that journey mm. so, so sometimes people become selfish and keep people around or in their circle not to benefit them just because they need people around them oh, sir. penthouse is lonely the big house is lonely when you're doing you gotta work you know 60 80 hours that becomes lonely 
shit, I locked myself in, in my office. I got a brand new, a new office space, a new office. Uh, uh, and I didn't stay there for three and a half months during pandemic until I met my, my e-commerce numbers. I mean, I had company here and there, but not living the way I was supposed to live because I had a, a goal, it was, it was a thing, and I had to meet my mark. So right. that journey, most times family's not going to, especially if you come from uh, underserved communities, because the mentality is not there. It's not taught in school. You don't, your grandfather wasn't doing it. Your father wasn't doing it. So that mentality is not there. So most likely they're not going to get it until they actually see signs of success. And when they see signs of success, first is going to be jealousy. Then it's going to be, how'd you do it? Then it's going to be, what are you doing with all this money? Because our community has a fear of, of, of abundance. Our community has a fear of abundance where generational wealth has a fear of poverty. One saying, how do you get this money? Let me stay away from you. The other saying, damn, you ain't got no money. Let me stay away from you because you ain't doing nothing right. And, until, and, and most people, most people, unless you are ready to, unless they're ready to change it, they're not going to really, you know, you can guide them. You can give them all the books you want. You can give them whatever they want, but unless they want to see the change or do something for themselves, they're not going to change. What you can do, though, from my experience, is you can put them on your team and make them an employee until they're ready to take that leap of faith and start a business. They can be a good employee. That's all I had to. Oh, no. You're talking well, sir. Go ahead, Vanessa. Okay, good morning. Good morning. I don't care about none of it no more, Antonio. <laughs> I, I've, reached, I've reached my place in life, my space, where it ain't about putting no more luggage, no more weight in my wagon. That's right. It's about me now, Antonio. Come I'm on, going, I'm, I'm serious. You helping somebody? I'm serious. It's about me now. I am not going to continue to sit around and wait on these people. Because one thing I do know, the universe is round and I have a place in it. And it's constantly moving. Mm. And I have to keep moving. Uh, I've made a decision on what it is I'm going to do. Good. I have to meet the people where they are or where they are not. And the goal is, like you just said, the sooner I catch the vision of ATS, it's, nah. gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna do what it's gonna do. And either people are gonna wanna come with you only because they are there at the time that they are supposed to be there, or they won't. Girl, you need an organ behind you right now. Yeah, that's all right. That's <laughs> you just, all right. You're talking right now. Endure us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got <laughs> and and that's what time it is. I'm getting ready to join a whole lot of women organizations. Come on. Now. Like Susan told me, she said, go and add value. And that's what I'm going to do. Because everybody you. needs some representation. Mm. But I'm going to do my part. The only thing I'm going to trust is that the universe, who I call source, who is my God, will um, I'll be taken care of, like I'm being taken care of now. But That's you right. got the but you got to clear the wreckage in your own mind. Ooh, 
I'm here to I'm here to serve. I know that. You know, right. and I'm gonna serve. I asked you when I came on this line, Antonio, mm -hmm. how can I help you? You did. You did. So I'm catching I'm catching and I'm gonna build a platform just for right. the voice and the spirit of ATS. So what? You know, Vanessa then 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 said everything I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's what that's she is. <laughs> All right, that's it. She is our wise counsel. She done been through a thing or two. She knows something. Amen. Yes, Amen. Go ahead, go ahead, Abby. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> you welcome. Um, well, I just I just want to say thank you to everybody. I want to say thank you for um, just the the love and the support. Um, I've been going through my own wilderness journey, um, figuratively and literally, and um, I, I'm just so grateful for this community. And uh, um, I'm sure some of you know a little bit about me, and um, you know I, I I have my own background that I come from, and I've I've always kind of like been in in the shadows, so to speak. Um, sorry, I, I kind of talk in parables sometimes, so right. I, I hope you, you can right. just you can just go, go along with me. But mm. um, being being the only girl in my family, well, the only girl with an older brother and a younger brother, um, I've always kind of been the quote unquote underdog. Um, and uh, you know, when my first when my older brother was born, he was well when we're when we're all younger, he was the smart one. He was the genius. He was the one who was supposed to go to Harvard, you know, and then um, you know, I, I was in the middle and I was the creative one who was very artistic and who, who was very good with painting and good with singing and you know, but I was I was the creative, you know, and then my younger brother was I, the, the, the other intelligent one. So my, my brothers were the smart ones in school. They were the ones who got the straight A's and were first and second in class. You know, and I, I used to come seventh in class proudly. <laughs> I proudly came seventh, <laughs> you know, and, um, but I, I just always knew, even from as early on as I could remember, I always knew that there was something out there for me. I just, I've always had that conviction in my soul you know, and um, I just carried on. I continued to believe in that light within me. And um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for the journey. I'm grateful for the ups and downs. I'm grateful for the highs and lows. I know that God is with me. I know that he's with my family. I know that um, all will be well. And I just want to, to just express my gratitude and my love to everybody on this call um, I am so blessed and so honored to be a part of this community, and it's it's only going up from here. Thank you, guys. Yes, 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 and and she's from Nigeria, dual citizen, and has a lot going on for her. Yes, thank you, Jerry. She said something that both me and Kiara, <laughs> uh, we neither one of us was in class, but I want y'all to hear something. She finished seventh proudly. People that change the world don't do well in class. It's just statistical facts. I mean, every now and then you'll find one or two who we don't do well in class. My graduating class was 700 people big. I graduated 597. I barely graduated. 
Barely. And it wasn't until I went to the army, did all that stuff I just told y'all. I didn't go. I didn't go to college in 2011. August 2011, I went to college. By then, I had been so good at business law. I had got my jaw broken so many times trying to figure out how to make legal money. Let me just tell you. I knew how to make that other money. You understand? That was, that wasn't hard. You know, not that illegal money is easier. That's just the only culture I knew. I knew those rules. <laughs> so just keep I know those rules. What are these other rules that y'all got out here? And what the hell is these taxes things doing? I don't understand this taxes stuff, you know, and this credit. I don't need no credit on the streets. I need street credit. You understand? I need Justin to vouch for me in this neighborhood. That's my that's my 800 credit score. You understand? And I got beat up August 2011. By that time, I was the man. Or she in my head. Let me tell you something. August 2011, I started college. It's crazy truth. December 2015, I was graduating college the second time. I want you to process that information real quick. Listen to what I just said. Second time. In four and a half years, I got a master's. I finished my bachelor's in three years, graduated president of the Honor Society, and then took my three-year master's program, no breaks, never took a summer off, took six, 19 hours a semester, 19 hours a semester. I had to get, I had to get the approval of the Dean every semester. They had to sign the same paper, Jerry, every semester. Full time is 12 hours. I'm doing 19 hours. And I did that 19 hours. Plus I did 40 hours a week at Lakewood interning for two years during that process. I would leave home at five in the morning because school was 60 miles away from me. I would come back home at 11 at night. My, my, my oldest son would stay up. They, they don't have a bedtime right now because they would stay up just to see their daddy come home. And I couldn't tell them to go sleep because then they, they never would have saw me. So they would stay up, do all that stuff. And I did this for four years, four and a half years. And I did it, not because I was good at school. I did it because they had me messed up, Nikki. They told me what I couldn't do. See, by that time, I had an entrepreneur spirit, Abby. You understand? By that time, they told me what I wasn't going to do, and they had me messed up. And there was some folk in there competing. Now, I don't know about y'all. But don't compete with me. That's not wise. Because I'm not bothering you. But Will Smith said it better than I could ever say it, Jerry. If you're on the treadmill, and I'm on the treadmill, I'm going to die before I get off that treadmill. Ask, ask my people. Grace, I'm you, Mike. I used to take y'all working out what time in the morning? Was it five? How big were the mosquitoes? Probably big as those camel spiders you were talking about. Yeah, buddy. 
And I used to do well, what I used to have was do grace. Once y'all hear this, run, uh, try to do push ups, standing up on your hands. That was crazy. Um, uh, I want y'all to keep in mind at this time, I'm 290 pounds. Um, and I'm leading we, skinny people working out. Did we do burpees? Um, burpees, all that stuff. How yeah. far did I take y'all running? I don't, I don't even know. Two just, miles. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you think, something, y'all. Thinking about it makes me sleepy. I just, <laughs> okay. Let, let, let me tell you something. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger and how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news no i'm 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 down about a good down about a good 225 now i'm solid but then i was about 290 and at 18 to 24 or 18 to 22 i was running six minute miles so in my head I could still run six minute miles. Now, when I started running, my body was hurting. I was 157 pounds when I was running six minute miles. I'm a whole hundred percent heavier than that now. You understand? And I still killed them every morning. You know you're gonna mess up. The man, because now I'm about to I'm not have to match your time. Oh, my time ain't no six minute miles no more. It's more like it's more like nine minute miles now. Well, I'm about to get close to that at 240 pounds. So you you messed up. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's more like nine minute miles now. In fact, I'm pretty sure I can do nine. Nine is too high. I could do about a. I could do about a eight. Eight minute mile now. Chris, I, I could Chris, do two miles in sixteen minutes. Chris, you messing up? What he said about competing? You messing up? I'm telling you right now. He gonna kill you. Nah, go nah, ahead, just, go ahead, young boy. Hey, go ahead. Hey, but, but look, <laughs> that challenge is gonna make me better. It's gonna That's make right. me better, boy. Yeah, I like that. that. It's gonna That's make right. me better. Listen, the reason I'm telling you this, they they thought they thought you know. I was like, y'all come on out here. We working up because I'm changing a mindset. Like, hey, we got somewhere to go. Listen, y'all, this 2000. What, about, what was that, about three years ago we was working on Grace, maybe? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it's about 2017. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, 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 I'm changing us. Y'all wouldn't be here if we were. We was out there. Rain, cold, we was out there. We was out there for like a full year. We was, we was out there. I mean, to, to, I mean, I had a mosquito on my head so big. One of them got scared. It was so big, you know, because we, you know, Southeast Texas. But I'm, I'm bringing this up to say, now, how could I pull off running this far? <laughs> Susan says you remember that show. All right. How could I pull off running this far 
doing all those push-ups. I could do 90 push-ups in a row today. How can correct push-ups in a row today? How can I push us that far and I'm the heaviest one out there? Because my brain say, I'm going to die before they beat me. I need y'all to hit me. God dog it. Listen to me. My brain said we did six minute miles before. So you might as well take your little fat self and do six minute miles today. Now, my, my, my body couldn't push itself to six minute miles. It was more like nine, but it showed pushed itself and it didn't stop. And let me tell you something, 15 steps in, my back was screaming. It ain't been worked like that. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about, that lower back muscles? That you, 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 you walk into the store and you got to, oh my God. Come on, I wish I had some folk that then woke up a few times in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 <laughs> you know, you, that back be burning. You're like, oh, oh yeah, 15 steps in, my back killing me. That ain't had nothing to do with my mindset. My mindset said, I done started running and we gonna finish it. See the difference between me, and they got this now, in and now, me and them then, is Nikki, I started it. And I was gonna die before I quit. And I treat every task like that. If I say I'm going to do something, you're going to have to kill me for me not to finish that something. Yeah, 298 pounds, running two miles, nonstop. You know how crazy you got to be to do that? Thighs locked up. As soon as I was done, Steve, body was out of there. That it had nothing to do with the fact that I was going to get back up the next day and kill it again. I said what I was going to do, and I did what I was going to do. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Let me read just real quick. I just learned the less is your team alive. Man, shoot. <laughs> that fire this morning. I've learned the less is your team lions don't turn their head when the dog barks. I focus on my goal, workout get it i get it i don't leave while they're still barking otherwise no, I'll go that, ahead that, that came out a little, little wrong on the key I'm, I'm keyboarding and, I, and i'm i'm trying to key on on the phone too so it ain't coming gotcha, out right gotcha. what good, i was good. saying is that you could burn out trying to compete with everybody in the gym oh yeah man. like like what like, like what uh you have like a sometimes people get like a napoleon complex they see yeah. somebody doing so i ain't gonna beat me i get in there and i've learned from experience I get in there, I follow my workout. If it ain't somebody working with me and my team, that's who's pushing me. I ain't worried about what nobody else is doing, saying whatever, because they'll be still yeah. doing it. You can get your workout in and leave. Otherwise, you're going to burn out trying to compete to everybody else that you can beat them. That's right. Focus on your goal, do your workout, and get up out of there. They're going to still be barking, still be sitting there playing by the water fountain, throwing on plates, laughing, giggling, doing all that stuff. You're going to do your workout and leave like yeah. a lion does. Like, strut and strut and you leave tight muscles there you go focus mind <laughs> and, and go eat some fruit on 
<laughs> on the way out. Listen, I'm telling y'all. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's a culture. So I she is saying, you know, what I'm saying, Tony, I get it, man. You 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 own it. Why? Because yesterday, I told y'all the vision, and before I tell you how we gonna pull it off, I need to tell you. Don't talk. I need you to be. Okay. Forget me telling you how we're going to pull it off. I need you to be like us. In your own way. But I need you to adopt this culture. What we don't do is let people suffer alone. Grace sent me a message. Two new people on Nikki's team. Shout out to you, Nikki. Congratulations. Two new people. Let me, let me scroll up so I can see their names real quick, Grace. Made sure I knew. Shawana and Crystal. Shout out to let me. Okay, I see Crystal. Oh, okay, the profile picture, Crystal. And let me see Shawana. And I see Shawana. Shawana and Crystal. Congratulations to both of you. Let me highlight both of you real quick. Don't nobody suffer alone. If you suffer, we're going to suffer with you. I appreciate that. And you know what's funny? You and Justin um, hit it right on the head um, because I already made it in my mind that I'm going to be successful no matter what. Talk your talk. If I have a partner, if I don't have a partner. If I have a mother, if I have a father, because I've been through too, too much stuff to be waiting on people to be moving their feet slowly because I have the vision and my daughter see the vision. So guess what? If my, me and my daughter see the vision, I'm going to keep running because she is my fuel, my fuel to my fire. So by you saying all this, this stuff is only confirmation for me. And like I said, once I get in action, I know how to run the plays. Just mm. give me the tools. I know how to run the place. Hear that again, mm. girl. Mm. Y'all hear that? Can I be personal for a second so y'all can get it? Now, I'm going to talk about me. In fairness. Get personal, sir. In fairness, I'm a young black man. So I just want to give you a young black man's perspective. It's not offensive. It's not divisive. It's not charged. You're going to like it. I just need to tell you. I know you don't see that I'm black, but I'm black. I know you don't see color, but let me just tell you. And one day I realized my boys, they only knew a couple of things. And I want y'all to hear me on this. My boys, this was, it was 2017. I didn't become a millionaire in 2017 and I got there by accident. I can't stress this to y'all enough, okay? It was 2017 when I had this vision, but it started in 2016. So this is, this is January 2017. It was right before, so typically the way it works in America, if you're not sure, we have elections every four years or, or federal elections as far as the president goes every four years. And then that happens in November. And then what makes democracy and and places like anywhere where there is democracy is there is a peaceful transition of power okay this is what makes you know democracy the prime minister leaves peacefully in the uk you know there's no off with their head because that's the way it used to be you understand and that peaceful transition of power typically happens january 21st of the next year okay so this is January-ish 3rd, 2017, and I realized something, and I really want y'all to hear this because 
my boys only knew a few things. And at the time, they said they were born in 2008. So that was eight and five. They were eight and five. And I realized something. I said, yo, my boys only know a black president and a black millionaire daddy. And I had to sit back and go for a second. Uh, okay. Just, just listen. I, I'm not trying to bring up color, but I need to tell you from my perspective. I say, well, I better not let that down. I'm trying to help somebody. I just, I just, because, because they taught me, Nikki, everything don't last forever. And I say, I ain't trying to hear that. Don't tell me how this going to work. So every day since that realization, it took me eight years to get it. But eight, every day since that realization, all my boys know is they daddy got people working for them. And they daddy treat people well. And I better not let that down or be fake about that. I might want to keep that up or my boys is going to date your daughters and mistreat them. Help me somebody. So I might as well be raising some proper men. You understand? And I got a little girl too. And what she don't need to do is be impressed by one of your sons. Cause he done drove up in something. Now, I need her to say, Steve, oh, my daddy uh, did that already. You need to have something more impressive. What kind of rental properties you got? <laughs> What's your investment portfolio looking like? You understand. <laughs> Don't roll up in no depreciated asset trying to get my kids. <laughs> What's your appreciated assets look like, Justin? That's what we talking about around here. Yeah, rolling up with some depreciating asset thinking you fit to impress us. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. How many apartment complexes you got? Okay. And I'm talking about being materialistic. I'm talking about being wise. The same way that you got to watch what you eat is the same way you got to watch who you associate with. Because some of y'all, you eat very well and you're still sick because you haven't processed that the people around you have the same chemical effect in your body as you eating all that sugar. All the emotions they got you going through is keeping your body acidic. Health is wealth. That's why Justin work out. He's a good looking brother too. Y'all to see his biceps. He look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in arms. You know, it's real big. You know, you got that whole New York look too. You know, you got the five o'clock shadow that stay there all the time, Grace. You know what I'm saying? The whole New York look, the ball cap and the muscuses. Looking like LL Cool J. You understand? Stuff like that. So I want to push into y'all. We doing four things around here, four things only, Crystal. 
Four things, four things only. Shawana. We trying to create 100,000, no, excuse me. We creating 100,000 millionaires because Phil won't let me say try. We creating 100,000 millionaires. Through technology and education. Through technology and education. And debt free. <laughs> well, ain't that wrong with debt free, but mm -hmm. you me, you're going to have some debt. It's just going to be debt that other people pay for. <laughs> we trying to, we will make sure that the, the, the worst salesperson on planet Earth has the highest income. I heard somebody say student loans. We in the student loan debt crisis. We don't like that. And my favorite of all, it's just tugs at my heartstrings, probably because I was left alone in the trash can. In the world hunger. That one still burns my chives, let me tell you. That one still burns my chives. 40,000 children die a day from starvation. And I'm going to tell you what, what makes me so mad about that. Because for about, well, now I, stopped, I started adopting kids in 2013, okay? So 2013. So from 81 to 2013, I let them convince me, sugar, that was normal. Let me tell y'all something. It ain't normal. That's what makes me so mad that I let the status quo convince me that people dying like that is just part of the world. Now I call BS on that. I'm not okay with that. And I'm not okay with the fact that I let them do it and ain't raised no hell about it. Ain't asked for no laws to be changed. Ain't sent no money nowhere. And more than likely, so have you. It's time for us to stop thinking like them. 40,000 children are dying every day. Every, not, not a month, every day, y'all. Every day. Right now, since I've talked, someone has died of starvation. Some lot of ones. Right now, as we, I talk right now, there are children, there are brown children in America in cages. That's not political, Jerry. That's just children. I want to do somebody. That's what this company is about. You can keep your Republican and your Democrat or whatever it is. I don't care. I hope you're both, or one. Everybody's here. Republicans need money, Democrats need money. Go change your party rightly, both sides. I'm a capitalist, don't bother me one way. Most of my friends, the people in my association, I make too much money not to have a bunch of people who are Republican, you understand? And let me tell you, don't bother me one bit. And I don't bother them one bit, because I ain't either, and they all know it. What I'm saying is some of this stuff ain't political. Giving little Timmy 
$150,000 of student loans, that's not a political situation. That's a terrible financial thing that our government is doing to 18-year-olds. That ain't political. That's debt slavery. I got a problem with that too. You understand? It's our fourth thing. I don't mean to insult your intelligence and repeat, but I'm going to repeat until that's in you. We covered six things so far. You said, it's two rules, just two rules only. No one suffers alone. If you drowning, I ain't trying to drown, but my feet going to be wet. Something. You understand? I'm going to do something about that. The second thing we said, stay in the plane. Look, it's hard out here, man. The moment Abby said, I want this, everything opposite has showed up in her life. All of y'all, it's the law of opposites. This is what it is. The moment you declare a thing, that which that thing is not, it's going to show up in your life. How many, let me just show Abby. She's not alone in everybody. If you could just, just flick your cameras, raise your hand, just show Abby, just show her. If you going through hell right now, that ain't got nothing to do with you. You don't know where it's coming from. Won't you go ahead and raise your hands? Come on. Come on, help me out somebody. Let her, look at this <laughs> Steve, like, man, I don't know where the hell it's coming from. I, I understand. It ain't got nothing to do with your character. It's got nothing to do with your decisions. It is that your crazy self decided to follow me and to become a millionaire. And you got to get the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so if you Lord have mercy, <laughs> that's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's it. So if you want it easy, just in the call, check out, never come back. <laughs> that's the way it works. Because even lions, okay, Steve, even lions don't eat dead gazelles. So if you want lions to just pass you up, just go to a dead life. You'll be surrounded by vultures. Picking off you and your prosperity. Help me, somebody. <laughs> the lions don't chase dead things. You understand? Y'all going through hell, not because you did something wrong. I need you to receive this. Because I know what you're saying, because I said it in 2008. I know it. December 27, 2008 was one of the worst days of my life. I remember it to this day. I've told a story before I tell it right now. I was literally crying. If y'all know, I don't cry. I've cried like three times since 99. One was like on a Sunday call not too long ago. And the next one was in 2008, December 27. And my cousin, we call him Bad Luck. That was actually his name. Was smoking weed. And I'm crying. He's smoking weed. Because this is where I come from, y'all. I don't know where y'all come from. Okay? You know, they do, you know, coke or whatever. I won't do all that down here. You know, we won't do all that. So when we, and I say, bro, why is it so, okay, Phil, is it, is it so bad? Why am I, why am I, why do people hate me? Why am I so bad? And my man did this here. Tony, if you don't know who you are, other people will decide for you. This 
this man gave me a whole sermon over some weed smoke. Come on. You know what I'm saying? And I went, boy, you done said something. I've been fooling around letting other people decide who I am. Help me, somebody. That's why I remember the date. It's called flashbulb memory. When you get that bad car accident, it gets burnt in your head. It was a bad day. It got burnt in my head. December 27, 2008. I'll never forget it. I know the clothes I had on. I could still smell outside because it's in my memory. And I sat there and I said, this boy done told me the truth. So let me tell y'all the truth right now upon this day. You going through hell, not because you're doing wrong, because I wasn't doing wrong in 2008. You know what I decided? In September 12th or 13th, I said, I am not fit to sit up here and have this eight-month pregnant woman with my son, who wasn't born yet, standing in no damn female lines. Now, I ain't talking to nobody but me right now. Because that's what we was doing, Arshia. We was in FEMA lines. And let me tell you the crazy thing, yo. We had to show up, Jerry, at 3 in the morning. It's cold as hell in Texas at 3 in the morning in October. And then it burn up like Baghdad come 10 o'clock. It didn't make no sense. Texas is really weird like that. We go from 60, which is cold to us, Law. I know you making fun of us. That's cold to us, though, okay? You know, we ain't, we ain't in New York, you understand? We don't know nothing about no basements and no subways, all right? We don't know nothing about that there. And then it gets up to 100, or, or feels like it. We hot, we, we hot and cold. And here she is, swollen feet, eight and a half months pregnant. And her sorry man, me, got her. I got both of us staying out there because we need this $75 gift card from Walmart that the government about to give us. And I got us acting like we not together so she can get a $75 and I can get a $75. You know I'm telling the truth. You know that's too, you know that's too realistic to hood not to be the truth. You know it. <laughs> okay, no, don't fool me now. You know that's the truth. Yeah, All right? Yeah. <laughs> so we can get $150. And the reason we chose that theme line is simple because the Walmart gift cards let you also get gas at Murphy USA. You know what I'm saying? So we needed that gift card because we can get gas so I can go apply for some jobs or something. Whatever. We needed the gas. And I said, I ain't doing this no more. This woman will not have to do this no more. And so I told her, no more female lines. And, oh, Abby say, I just woke up. Help me, somebody. I said, look, no more female lines. We need, no, we don't. No, we don't. I'll figure it out. And then September 14th, I'll start changing again. And let me tell you something. I walked right into prosperity. Nope. I went through hell. Do you understand? Because the moment I declared I need no more female lines, every bit of poverty showed up. 
That's probably why I'm going through hell now. <laughs> All y'all going through it right now because that's the way this universe works. Because you cannot enjoy a hot shower if you're first not dirty. I can give you your favorite meal on planet Earth right now. Okay, I'm almost done. I'm going to give you your favorite meal on planet Earth right now. If I keep feeding you, you're going to get full. And that favorite meal is going to become nasty real quick. Because in order to experience anything of joy, you must also be in the presence of the opposite. Your favorite meal is only your favorite meal because you're hungry. Your favorite dessert is only good because you're hungry. The moment you done had enough, I say, hey, you want some, ah, 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 ah. That's why the opposite has to show up. Let me tell you something. If you behind on your rent, good. If you ain't planting bad seeds, you're in a good position. So you can't handle that. Middle class folk can't handle that. No, 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 no. Shoot. You behind on your car note and you ain't planting no bad seeds, good. Good. Opposite done showed up. You, you, you're getting closer. It's got to be that way. You got problems with your spouse, good. If you ain't planting no bad seeds, opposite done showed up. Because it's only going to show up in what you care about. Let me tell you something. The opposite ain't going to show up in some stuff that ain't going to bother you. It's going to show up in the only stuff that can bother you. You are from this morning. Come on, sugar. If it's, now, it's, that's the truth. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's the truth. Yes. That's it. Yes, it is. If, it, if it's your kids, if, 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 you, if the universe can only get your attention through your kids, it's going to be your kids that's going to act crazy. If it's your spouse, they're going to act crazy. Parents, they're going to act crazy. Money, that's going to act crazy. How many of you know you can't even rub two nickels together? I have been so broke, I couldn't even find a dollar to put under my son's pillow for losing his teeth. Do you understand how broke you got to be not to pretend to be the tooth fairy? That's some real broke there. I know all about it. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. That's, that's too realistic to be fake, Nikki. It's too realistic. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all, you're here and your life is going through hell. It's because you decided to be great. It ain't, got, it ain't even personal. It is not personal. It's science. And you don't get mad at science. <laughs> All you got to do is ask yourself, what speed do I need to jump out this situation for this situation not to pull me back no more? It's called escape velocity. You're not leaving the planet's atmosphere if you're not moving at the, at the speed in which you can break through gravity. So it's not happening. I'm sorry. Everybody's wondering, you got something going on in your life and you're not moving fast enough out of it. That's your problem. Your problem is you ain't putting up speed. Can I say something? Come on, man. You know what that's going through my head as you say this? Faith Talk. without works is dead. <laughs> Faith without works is dead. Ain't no sense in you believing God and ain't my doing nothing. Brother Chris. 
God, give me a job, but I ain't feel like no applications. Make me an actress and I ain't moving to LA. Get out of here. Make me a good business person, but I ain't reading no books. Come on, man. That ain't the way it works. Oh. Oh, you heard all she did? I, I don't know if y'all heard what all she said, but I heard it. She said, if I got a partner or not, I'm waiting and I ain't waiting at the same time. And they better get here right. But before they get here, I'm going to get here myself. I heard it. I heard a lot. I heard you loud and clear. I'm an active listener. I was listening. I heard you. One or not. Parents want to get, I heard her. She said, next, parents want to get down or not. Either way, I'm done with this level of my life. Help me, somebody. So I already see myself with jets, multiple businesses already. And then my daughter says she already see me with money. So that is a person. That's an entity stopping me. So I'm not letting that person or another entity stop me from my greatness. I'm glad you said that. That's a good There's. Point. There's better partners on the other side of the breakthrough. Hmm. Watch it, Jerry. <laughs> and the good thing is, they didn't mess up because I'm not scared. Mm. Look at that. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. It's also a build-up process. Come on now. Build up now. Because you got to build up to get some muscles around the race. You understand. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. So for me, it's picking my bed up and walking it. But the way I, I, I refuel, I have to um, also, and this is a build-up process, is listening to your, your videos. Because your message is life-changing. It is life-changing. I'm not saying it just to be saying it. But when you can hear something in the mix of your adversary, or you're going through. Some, I'm just saying that's that's my food. That's what I'm feeding up on. Mm, mm, it's it's mm, something that's gonna give me just a little bit more hope to keep going. Because this thing is it's moving fast. But we can only move as fast as where we can build up at stand our feet flat on the ground. Mm. And keep it, and, 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 and go from there. I That's where when, I'm at today. I know when uh, I'm supposed to shut my mouth. Vanessa said what she said. Y'all have y'all a good day. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play it better. You can't dominate. Vanessa ended it very well. Y'all have a good one. Let's go on Thank out you. there and become millionaires. All right, everybody. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training and I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. 
$22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools which is the technology itself to match the right candidates up with your job you can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to Apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year January 1st my friends soak up everything I said it's not an ad this is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus without ZipRecruiter wouldn't have been possible so how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.